Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Were Born for this podcast with Father John Ricardo, Mary Guilfoyle. We're a couple of missionaries at Acts 29. This is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. And Mary, the weather in Michigan lately got us ready for the weather where we are now, didn't it? Yes, it did. It's been hot and humid back home, and it's hot and humid in Louisiana. It is hot and humid <laughs> in Louisiana. We are uh, blessed to be able to be down here with uh, Father Andrew Merrick and the great people at Christ the King Catholic Church, uh, which serves Louisiana State University. And I've never been down here, so this is uh, this is actually pretty great to be down here with him and with... Um, some of the staff, the great folks at, uh, at really an amazing parish I've heard a lot about for a long time, to do some work with college kids. But we'll talk about that maybe after we uh, we pray. But what is the theme? So our, the theme for today is the biggest mission field in the world. Well, you can guess what that is from yeah. telling what Amen. we talked about, right? So Amen. let's pray, shall we? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we do ask for uh, your blessing and anointing upon our conversation right now. And even as we pray, we just lift up in front of you all of the young men and women around this country who are preparing to head back to college. Lord, we ask that uh, you'd raise up missionaries in abundance for that vineyard to go out and to share the gospel uh, in an attractive and compelling way uh, to tap into the zeal and idealism and energy of our young brothers and sisters so as to overwhelm them, move them to surrender and mobilize them for mission so that they would use the gifts that you've entrusted to them to help recreate and transform this world which you so love. Lord, we thank you for the great people at Christ the King down in uh, Baton Rouge and we pray for uh, not only them, but for all missionaries on college campuses, that you would just inspire them and guide them and protect them. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, Father John. Amen. So if there is a bigger mission field in the country or in the world than college campuses, I don't know what it is, quite frankly. No, um, we, we would say it's a target-rich environment because these young men and women are on the threshold of a new season in their life in just four short years. Yeah, that's right. They've, you know, the, those who are incoming freshmen are oftentimes away from home for the very first yeah. time. They're exposed to all sorts of new freedoms, and, um, and they can, their, their lives are at a significant turning point. And depending upon who God puts in their path... Um, it can go in one direction or another. And I, I agree, and, and, and I think it was both our experience, obviously not in the same state and uh, different ages that we are, but college ministry changed my life. That, that, that's where I had my encounter, my first encounter with the Lord. Yeah. And, and had a set of um, young men and young women disciple me for four years. That was life-changing right. I mean, for me. And that's not everybody's experience, right? No, it's not. And, and for me, it wasn't where I, I met the Lord, but it was that was in my home. But it was the place where what I learned at home became um, something I could own because suddenly I was surrounded by peers who were serious about Jesus. And so exactly the same. And I know uh, many of the people on our team um, experience the same thing. Like we just found, uh, either we found Jesus or he found us on college campuses or he brought people into our lives that built upon the foundation that was laid earlier in our lives, right? right? 
So we're huge fans of places or, or organizations like Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, and uh, other organizations like uh, University Christian Outreach. That was the one that helped me. Athletes in Action did some yeah. amazing work with you. Fellowship, of Christian, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Athletes. Yep. Campus Crusade. Yep. You know, so there's just a, a, a plethora of um, ministries that are out there on college campuses. We, it, you know, as much as anything, we just want to encourage if you are not regularly, and I don't do this even as I say this, if we're not regularly praying for not only our young people on college campuses, especially this time of year, but not just this time of year, but also for the Lord just to raise up missionaries, um, we need to make a point to be doing that, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. And praying for, you know, the, the, the people who are laboring on these college campuses, you know, pastoring these these young men and women, discipling them, accompanying them, carving out tremendous time in their lives um, so that these men and women, when they leave four years of college, um, they can go out and be the world changers that that we hope and pray they will be. Amen. Amen. So pray for us, please, this week, because we're down here bringing the rescue project to uh, some of the uh, some of the college leaders, uh, as well as some of the staff here at Christ the King, and just pray that the Lord will do whatever he wants to do here. That's We're excited right. to see uh, how uh, some of the younger folks respond to the Rescue Project. So speaking of the Rescue Project, I know you are getting amazingly excited about the equipping day that we're going to do on August 20th. So we certainly want to, since we're asking people to pray, might as well ask people to pray for this too. We're in the final stages of building out this day, which we've got, uh, what, a couple hundred people coming from... My thing. 40 plus dioceses, 20 states, something like that. Yeah, that's exactly right, Father John. And so technically, if we want to get really, if we want to get very particular, we're launching as we record this in 11 days, 19 hours, 24 minutes and 11 seconds. But who's counting? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. We're, get, we're getting there quick. We're excited about it. So uh, those of you who are coming into town, we can't wait to see you. And, uh, and we're going to be, again, recording these videos or recording the day, turning them into videos. This is probably going to be available sometime early on in 2023. But there's a whole set of things that are out there right now. And that's what we want to make people aware of as we just continue to get ready for not only the equipping day, but the same day as the launch of the videos, right? And so um, if you're not yet familiar with the website for the Rescue Project, we want to encourage you to go to that, like even now, unless you're driving, it's rescueproject.us. And we're still building a number of things out, but one of the things we just want to uh, encourage people to do right now is just familiarize yourself with the website. There's really, uh, you, can, you can get a number of things on it now, which you can't get out of the videos. Those are going to be released uh, sometime, probably late afternoon, right if we're finished with the, uh, with the equipping day on August 20th. From that point on, they'll be live and they'll be free and anybody can use them however they want. We're hoping that people will use these as much as possible in small groups. But if people end up binge watching this and coming to know Jesus, hey, glory to God, right? And there's a, there's a number of things on the website, right, that are worth just highlighting. I think, too, you know, as you said, Father John, you know, the video series isn't going to be available until sometime later that afternoon on the 20th. But what you can do right now and what we would encourage you to do right now is to register. So if you haven't visited the website to register, we would encourage you to do that now because there's a host of things that you can have access to right now before the 20th. And again, those are our companion resources. Mm. You know, um, the resource for the people in our small group, the leader guides, 
um, some weekly support, some some uh, sample playlists, you know, when you're doing worship. Um, our branding assets, our logos, all of those things we're making available now so you can press into marketing and promoting and inviting people to your very first rescue project. Yeah, and if you're going to be leading it, that, that facilitator guide is going to be very helpful just to walk through, maybe even in advance if you're coming on the 20th, but even if you can't, um, what, walk through that because it's going to help you just grasp what we keep stressing here, that it, this is a, about so much more than just hitting play on a video screen. We're, we're trying to get out of that what you often call Netflix mentality so that we can build a culture. And you'll begin to see some of the things uh, in the facilitator's guides uh, about culture that we want to really stress. Right, right. you know, it, we, we see everything, right, here in Acts 29 through the lens of culture, and, and so too it is with the rescue project. And so, um, but I want to talk about those three words, Father John, that we would say uniquely mark uh, the rescue project. Well, nobody knows what those three words because are. Because they're so not anywhere you, in our resources, right? So why don't right? you tell them what the words are? You know, so we were praying uh, not too long ago, if you, if you could sum up the rescue project in three words, much like you sum up the gospel, uh, in four words, created, captured, rescued, response. You guys said, what would those three words be? And we landed on beauty, human, and accompaniment. And, and I think that uh, for those who come to that equipping day and those who have access to the online videos sometime early in 2023, that, that, that's really what we want to drive home, that the experience is meant to be beautiful in all the ways it can be beautiful. And we're going to talk a lot about that on the 20th. And you have said often, Father John, and I think those of us who are listening and those of us on the team would say the same thing that if there's a crisis today in the culture and in the church is that we've lost, uh, we, we, we've lost what it means to be human. And so the, the Rescue Project experience is deeply human in the way we run the experience. And then lastly, as we were talking about, you know, the great folks at Christ the King who accompany, who disciple college students uh, the Rescue Project is all about accompaniment, all for the purpose of evangelization and mobilize, mobilizing, right, for mission. Right. So th those are three words we would just ask you to keep in mind. And, and, and we're, we're really praying that those who leave their time with us on the 20th, that those three words would mark their experience as they go back to their context to run rescue. Well, you just said the bar kind of high. Hopefully we can deliver on beauty, humanity, and accompaniment. I think that's great to share. It really is everything that we want, not, not only for people to experience uh, that day, but it's, it, it's you know, I think that one of the reasons that you're stressing it right now, those who want to run the rescue project, whether it's in their homes or in schools or in their parishes, those are the things that we, we just think need to be uh, crucial for establishing a culture. Unfortunately, the church, gosh, just does such a terrible job so oftentimes on like really basic things you know like we were i won't mention the place but we were doing a retreat one time and uh the the room was set up rather nicely for a couple of days and and then uh all of a sudden like the last day somehow apparently didn't know uh whoever was setting up the room they didn't know we were still meeting and so like the tablecloths were gone we just had these beat up round tables there was no coffee, there was no water, and, it, and we actually said, this is perfect because this is actually what it often looks like in the church, like just doing simple things like making the room look nice, having not just coffee, 
but good coffee, right? You know, um, little things that just go so far in helping to create an environment where the gospel can just be heard and where people can recognize, I think the way I've always heard you describe this, they walk into a room and they go, you need all this for me? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if especially coming out of COVID and especially as churches continue to struggle trying to win people back, these kinds of simple things, like these, these should be, this is low-hanging fruit. Just make the place look nice, right? And, and, and it doesn't Smile. take, and it doesn't take a lot. I mean, to make something beautiful, it doesn't have to take a lot. It just takes desire and creativity and some energy. And there was a, a, a woman in my life a set of years ago when I stepped into ministry um, she said, uh, when you step into ministry, Mary, make sure that everything you do is beautiful. Yeah, I and I that. never forgot that. And right. that means even if you're, you know, printing flyers, print them in color. Right. 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 Um, never use black and white. You we know, those that. things go a long way. And, and, and maybe you already mentioned this. Um, may, maybe you did. But you and I were having a conversation uh, last week about even coffee can be beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like coffee doesn't have to be ugly. That's right. Get some Usually great coffee. Is. Yep, don't serve swill. <laughs> I remember, you know, so you talk about, hum, you know, human. And so something as simple as greeting people at a door, right? The fact that you smile at someone and greet them, welcome I, I'm thinking even as we're talking about what we want people to experience at the Rescue Project, when we started to make the move in a parish to, to actually have what we would call ministers of hospitality, mm-hmm. not just ushers, uh, ministers of hospitality, people who actually had the charism for welcome, and not everybody does. That's There's right. some people you don't want at the door, right? right. I, I might be one of those guys. I don't know sometimes. <laughs> but there are the people who are just like their their faces are magnetic. They're buoyant they're joyful and you want those people at the door hey how you doing so glad you came and i remember when we first started to do it a woman came up to me and she says what's with all these people saying hi i don't want anybody to say hi to me i want to come in get out and be done with it and i remember looking at her saying you know Mm. then you're gonna hate it here Mm -hmm. because we're actually gonna welcome people and smile and say it's good to see you so Hey, we, I just want to, uh, we got a little off track there. I love that. I want to say one last thing. Uh, sure. Just to encourage people. So you and I are going to be starting, this is another reason for people to register on the uh, website. Right, absolutely, Rescue Project. Father John. So rescueproject.us, again, is the website. And you and I, starting the week of September 11th, on Friday, and it's going to be every Friday for, I don't know, eight, nine weeks, at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to be doing a, a weekly live stream. And so if you register for that now, then you can kind of get uh, teed up for that. But we want to encourage people who are thinking of running the Rescue Project to block that time even now. So, you know, those of us who work in parish life, hopefully that'll be easy. Those of us who are doing other things, maybe it won't be. But we're going to record these. We're going to post them. And it's just a way for you and me, talk about accompaniment, just to walk with people. Absolutely. Right? We're looking forward to all of that. So, again, our, our, our um, website is Rescue Project US. Get connected in the community. Get connected with the resources. And, um, and, and pray for us and the days and all the moving pieces, all of our partners who were coming on the equipping day. And then know that we're praying in a very particular way for all of you um, who are coming. Uh, we can't wait to be with you. We, we, we're so moved that you would carve out time to fly from 20 different states 
and even outside the country, we've got some folks coming from our good uh, neighbors up north, that you would come to get equipped so that you can be an agent of rescue in a world that's dying to know um, the hope that Jesus brings. That's right. The world, don't be deceived by the headlines. The world is hungry for God. They just don't know it. <laughs> the world is hungry for hope, and they just don't know where to find it. We do. Hope is found in the gospel. Hope is found in the extraordinary work that God has done for us in the person of his son, Jesus. And people are supposed to experience that and hear that and encounter that when they meet us who are his disciples. So as the Lord sends you out this week, do not be afraid. God is with you and you were born for this.